0: Because so we do have identical microphones, right. so and at this point,
1: something's going on where mine is slang and where yours, that's <laughs> so maybe, maybe not your truth. just user error, user I could success. Be it. Mm-hmm. Welcome to our inauguratory episode. Um, I'm Jess. I'm Cameron. And today we are going to be exploring the topic of Halloween, since it is October. Um, felt fitting to start off in this great spot.
0: Oh, yeah. I think we're going to discuss Halloween from childhood to now. Mm-hmm. Elementary school, middle mm-hmm. school, high school, mm-hmm. maybe college. I don't know. We'll mm-hmm. see how we're doing on time. Mm-hmm. I feel like Halloween kind of dissipated for me in that era. Yeah. Um, my first question, though, is were you a DIY costume kid or a Party City costume kid?
1: Yeah. So definitely not Party City because that was not accessible to me in Brevard, North Carolina. The really? boondocks, if you will. Um, we had Kmart. And that was about it in the costume department. And I feel like once I had creative direction over me, myself, and I, so elementary era, um, my costumes were more store-bought as I was deciding what I was being. But I feel like in that prior to that era, like baby Halloween costume, maybe it was a bit more DIY, but also maybe store-bought because my mom was in control. That makes sense. What was your truth? I Can I guess? Oh, absolutely. Because I feel like you were the type that – made your own costume because your mind your young mind could not be boxed in to Party no, City.
0: what I my creative vision yeah. was not something that could be bought at Party City <laughs> and I need you to understand that <laughs> Halloween was my Met Gala. <laughs> like, I, well I clearly remember the first Halloween where I learned what I could do and let's be real, it was the compliments I got that fueled me all year long I mean and isn't I it said, still? Well it's when an adult figure, mm-hmm. an authority figure, gives me a word of praise, mm-hmm. I'm going to fuel myself yeah. off of it, and I'm going to do whatever they praise me on again. As you should. And I remember, I think first grade, I was in my clown era. That's when I was mm-hmm. a clown. Mm-hmm. And I remember I wanted a sword costume, and my parents put me on to the goodwill behavior. Mm-hmm. And they said, clowns can be found at goodwill. Mm. And I remember crafting that, and people ate it up. People ate it up, and so then I I was it was a one up every year. Right, right. I think it definitely culminated my eighth grade year when I was Effie Trinket, and I definitely wore a magenta like business suit with a skirt, and had my friend's mom do my hair for like it was like a three hour process with tiny little pin curls. I painted my face a very white, did the lip.
1: Perhaps unbeknownst to you,
0: but I believe your mother has images of that on Facebook, so I am fully familiar. I've seen them. (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah. But thank you for reminding me. Of course. Yes. And so I think that was where it culminated because that was also like my last Halloween hurrah, Mm. if you will. But there was highlights along the way. I was a, I was a sweet tooth one year, and I wore a white sweatsuit and I taped candy wrappers all over myself. That's creative. And that, I should have been
1: more than I was. I mean I think that goes without saying in general (laughs) (laughs) but you're right you're right Mm -hmm. and I'm glad that you were able to verbalize that in
0: this space. What was your favorite costume you ever did?
1: I'm gonna be honest with you. I think I well I know. I don't remember any really costumes that I did. Halloween was not my Met Gala in the same way that it was your Met Gala um, in terms of the costumes. Halloween was my (sighs) It was a time for me to climb the
0: social pyramid. Um okay. so that's where that's where we're the yin and the yang. <laughs> With no like positive or negative connotation. No, All no. neutral, just yin and yang. Yeah. yeah. Um every year my
1: um well, I think I should preface this by saying the Halloween Season was my dad's Met Gala in the sense that he would put on a show for the town because in Brevard, Halloween, Transylvania County. It was the cream of the crop. It was a really important time for my community. And my street that I lived on was one of the most popular ones for trick-or-treating. We would get thousands of trick-or-treaters a year. The police were there. They blocked off the roads. No cars allowed. Because you couldn't. You couldn't. It was like a parade just to walk down Mm. the street. And so my dad said, let me make this my opportunity to shine. Mm. And every year he would one up himself similar to how you did in what he would do on our front porch to entice and also terrify the visiting children. So we had this old TV and he, the first time that he did this, he got a huge pumpkin, carved a hole, put the TV (gasps) in the pumpkin and then inside the house he was filming himself and it was showing up on the TV and he had like a whole like sound system going on. It's giving Wizard of Oz. It was exactly Wizard of Oz. Like to a T, it was Wizard of Oz because there was this giant pumpkin, and I think he put like his pants and like boots at the bottom, so it was like a pumpkin with legs. And he had the little sound board; sounds were being made. He attached a leaf blower that was turned on by a light switch, so that then when the children tried to reach for the candy, he would turn off his leaf blower, and they would be blown. Yeah. Um. So with that being said, Halloween was an event. At my home, mm-hmm. and my mom invited all of her friends. Therefore, all of her friends' children came, and it was my opportunity to climb the social ladder.
0: Okay, okay, okay. And so, okay. A few questions stemming off of that. I'm ready. One is, what was your pre-trick-or-treating meal? How did you pre and prep and fuel for that night? Great question. Chili and cornbread is the answer. Okay, Chili that's a bread. good one. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah. And then what was your, like, departure time and arrival home? Also a great question. So here's the other thing. Trick-or-treating,
1: I was into it going down the block and back. But the real show to me was watching from my porch. I like to be the one there sitting on the porch watching the action happen. Mm -hmm. And then I also like to visit with my guests. So yes, I would go around the block, see what was happening. Um, But also, I think this was early elementary. I was very traumatized by my neighbor down the street. His name was Spencer. Hey, Spencer. Um, And there was this one time where he ran up on me wearing one of those masks. I think it was probably like... Seven, eight, nine, wearing one of those masks with like the spooky face, and then like blood is dripping down it, and I can remember it to this day. And I think that that is what turned me off from trick or treating at a very early age because I was terrified, I was petrified, I was frozen in my skin, watching the blood drip down the mask. So trick or treating was not my my cup of tea per se. Um, I enjoyed sitting around at the house, you know, just hanging out. But I also was that girl who said yeah I'll go around the block with you younger kid I'll be Mm -hmm. I'll be the grown the grown adult to take you around the block yes for my own gratification
0: and this is where we differ again because I like this was my marathon yeah and it was house house another house Mm. and we did the block let's go the neighborhood over it was also me collecting information from my peers to find out which houses had the best candy did you do that? Was there like, did you know which houses were the rich houses with the king size bars? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And there were some houses that just gave pennies, literal pennies. And we that had, was pr- crime. We had somebody in our house and they lived at the top, somebody in our neighborhood, mm. lived at the top of a hill. So you had to put in the work. But they owned the local Mexican joint and they mm. gave out coupons for free queso. Oh, I would
1: have been all over that. Yeah. Yeah. And absolutely so you hiked that hill. that
0: hill. You hiked that hill. Yeah, you did.
1: Um, here's a question I have for you. Was your quest a
0: quest for candy or was your quest a quest to get compliments on your costume? It was both. Okay. And I feel like this is a universal experience too. You, you have this vision, mm. maybe even a vision board. You prepped mm. for Halloween. Mm-hmm. And then Halloween hits mm-hmm. and it's 40 degrees, and your mom says, Go put on a white turtleneck under your costume. Yeah. And it doesn't fit the vibe. Mm-hmm. And you're trying not to cry. You know, that's you're not, not my really universal run. experience. Oh, okay. Well, I feel like <laughs> if somebody else is out there, I feel like I'm not alone in this. And it ruins your night. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But it's better than the alternative of a coat over it. Sure. Because I want the costumes. It's The neighborhood becomes my runway. <laughs> but. It's also getting the candy because the candy, that's my dessert stock until Christmas when we roll the Christmas cookies. Yeah, that's a good point. Which, I had a question for you. What was your candy, what was your post-Halloween candy ritual? Were you, well, first of all, were your parents inspecting it? And then from there, was it a, you get to pick some pieces, you're donating the rest? Was it a community family bowl was what 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 did that look like so it
1: was you have some the night of as you do um and from there we had these drawers in our kitchen that there was like this glass kind of panel section in the front so me and my brother poured all of our candy into one of those glass panels and that was our 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 stock up until it was empty um so yeah we would just reach in there and grab what we needed I like that. Yeah, it was a good time. Um, here's a question. Halloween not in the night at school.
0: I had that on my list too. Mm. The Halloween class parties. Let's mm. talk about that. Mm-hmm. You would wear your you would wear your orange dress. Yeah. You would bring in that little container of those God's gift to the world, those sugar cookies. Yeah. With the orange frosting and the purple green black sprinkles. Yeah, the ones that
1: tasted just enough like styrofoam where you're like, is this good? But like also it's so, a, so yeah, good. Yeah, you're gonna have more than one. Let's <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. And you sit in your class all day. You're trying to focus on that reading comprehension and that multiplication, but you're thinking about 2 p.m. when you see that class mom come in. Mm-hmm. And you know the class mom. Mm-hmm. It's maybe it may be your mom. It, it might was my be. mom's on yours. Yeah. But you know who she is. You've warmed her up all year because you want to be... Well, I wanted to be asked to help set up the party. I was
1: about to say I mm-hmm. feel like you wanted to be the one who said, oh, we trust We trust her. We trust Cameron.
0: Cameron, will you set up these cups? Oh, yeah. Cameron, will you pass out the napkin? Oh, I'm already on it? <laughs> I'm already on it? Yeah. And then maybe there's a little game. A little pin the tail. Oh, I think we did like pin the stem on the jack-o'-lantern or pin the face. No, that's cute.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, at what point
0: did Halloween
1: become uncool?
0: Okay. It was kind of an up and down era okay. because I remember sixth grade, I went hard. Seventh grade was my first year. I was like, I'm gonna look cute in my costume, and so I was a '70s girl, cute, w- way less creative. Mm. Um, but I was trying. I was trying, Who to, were you trying to, try, to impress? I was trying to appeal to the male gaze. <laughs> I'll say it. Um, Let's call it what it is. I think that was the first and only year I did that because in eighth grade I was back on my Effie Trinket behavior. (laughs) Right. Um, And I think that was my last hurrah. I believe in ninth grade my friend and I took her little sister trick-or-treating and then I don't think I went trick-or-treating after that. Yeah. Yeah, and that's okay. We have to stop somewhere. We do.
1: Was the trip around the block with the little sister genuine, or was it so that you could have another lap around the sun?
0: I would say a little of both. I don't think I would have gone trick-or-treating without her. Like, I wasn't done it. it would have been embarrassing. But, like, I grabbed a piece of candy here and there. But I'm trying to remember if I dressed up in a costume. Oh, I did, but it was, like, a lame one. I think I did, like, a hippie. Yeah. Like, it was, I was like, this isn't for me anymore. Yeah. Did you
1: have a pillowcase <clears throat> or did you have one of those little jack lantern holder things? And that was
0: I think maybe the year I switched to the
1: pillowcase. Yeah. Yeah, cuz that so is the a shows, switch.
0: No, and that's along with other things in life like that's I always say like the reputa- when you get reputation, that's when you come go from girl to woman. I think it's also when you switch from the pumpkin to the pillowcase. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. I had other another question for you. <clears throat> and it was did you ever do like a trunk or treat? type thing or were you always a neighborhood girl
1: so i want to remind you that i'm jewish
0: well but do these exist we had trunk or treats just in our neighborhood like in our community oh interesting because in my community
1: trunk or treating was exclusively related Mm, to the church because halloween was of the devil okay so trunk or treating happened and I had gone because I had Christian friends cause I was the only Jew. So I had gone to a trunk or treat <clears throat> event and it didn't slay. It wasn't very fun to me. No, they're not fun. No. Um, but yeah, it was because they did not participate in any of the Halloween festivities. So okay. trunk or treating was in the church parking lot connected to
0: God. Gotcha. See, and I feel like that's where I had a weird Christian childhood because really? I've just now in my adulthood heard people discussing how like, halloween is not celebrated in the christian church yeah and i always went trick or treating with all my church friends like we never that was never even like a question Wow. and i think my church had a trunk or treat i don't think i really ever went but i know one time we did like a trunk or treat type of deal it wasn't really because it wasn't in chunks but it was like a shopping center and you went to all the stores in the shopping center oh weird i remember doing that my church did in high school the youth group did canner treat Like, the Sunday before Halloween, we would go collect cans for charity. Yeah. I remember doing that, and I actually liked that. That was fun. Yeah. But, I was all about the streets. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to be out on the streets. Me too. The high of walking around your neighborhood at 6 p.m. Unrivaled.
1: Yeah. Now, did your community, your town, have a Halloween festival?
0: I don't think we had a festival. I think sometimes my elementary schools did. Like, they had, like, the fall family bash.
1: Well, let me tell you about mine. Oh,
0: please. So that was a question for you, not for me. I'm getting <laughs> I'm picking up on now. Well,
1: two things. Starting, first and foremost, with the elementary school's fall festival. Um, I think I've spoken on it with you before, but I'm going to go into it again because it's one of my favorite topics. Mm. Um, The fall festival at Brevard Elementary School was an event unparalleled to anything else in my childhood, the whole parking lot was transformed. We had a dunk-a-teacher booth. We had cotton candy. We had fair games. We had a maze built out of cardboard. And when I tell you I have never experienced joy like I did crawling through yeah. that cardboard maze on that cold, hard pavement, I yeah. mean it with my heart. Yeah, I really do because it was so elaborate. To be fair, it was maybe the size of our living room. It wasn't as grand as my no, but memory serves. No, when you're serves. three feet tall. Exactly that's bigger. Exactly. And I just like the thrill, the darkness. You had to take off your shoes before you went in. You're crawling through cardboard. There were some places where you could stand up, poke your little head out, okay. take a look around. Um, And it was everything to me. It really was. And I remember by the time, I think I was in middle school, but my brother was still in elementary school. And so we would still go to the Fall Fest. And at that point in time, you know, I was cool. I was in middle school. And I was no longer a participant in the same way. Instead, I helped me in the cotton candy station. And the past, power that I felt swirling that sugar to Mm. make my cotton
0: candy sticks was incredible. It was incredible. I have never felt a sense of validation pride Mm -hmm. like I have when you get to go to the elementary school and be a behind the scenes girl. Yes. Yes. There's nothing like it. No, there's nothing. Like I'm still chasing it.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes. And I could tell you the exact layout of my elementary school Mm -hmm. better than I could any other place in my entire life. It I, I, I thrived there.
0: I remember my elementary school, we always had like a fall festival. There's a cake Yeah, There was a cakewalk. There was, <gasps> yeah, a, was, was a cakewalk. is it like Plinko or Plunko? I remember that game being hot. Okay. Um, but I remember you got to go in costume and mm. I would always have like a costume for the streets and a costume for the school. Sure. And I remember one year I went as Carrie Underwood. Interesting. Um but I don't think I wore something Carrie Underwood has ever been spotted in. Like, it was, like, a yellow t-shirt, jeans, and a cowboy hat. Okay. And, like, oh, I had a headset mic, the one that attaches to your yeah, ear. Yeah, you did. Oh, yeah. And I remember hitting the dance floor in my Carrie Underwood fit and yeah. feeling good about myself. And that's what it's all about. But what I remember is the next day, immediate remorse. Well, tell me more. And I can't remember why the remorse was. I don't know if I felt like it wasn't creative enough, if it was too weird mm-hmm. to, like, not what the other kids were doing. Right. But i remember feeling I shouldn't have done. I shouldn't have done the Carrie Underwood. Did you get bullied in elementary school? Yes. I actively remember being bullied in first grade. We know about my first grade trauma. Maybe that can be a whole other episode. Um, I feel like I was probably bullied behind my back later, where I never even caught on. I don't know how. I, like I don't know how I couldn't have been bullied a little bit. You and know this what I mean? is another moment where the yin and the yang. Because you were the bullier. Yeah. And let's face it, you would have bullied me. I mean, yeah. You absolutely would have. All in good fun. For you. (laughs) God was whisking out something very special when he didn't cross our paths until high school. That's so true. I mean, until college. That's so true. And honestly, I'm shocked. It even worked out as early as it did. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But it was just... It was the timing was right. It
1: was freshman year of college. Everyone's a little vulnerable. We are
0: both willing to try something new. Yeah. We tried each other. Look where we are now. Look at us now. But, okay. okay, Something I did want to say. Okay, yeah. About the post-Halloween rush. Because this was the night of the year where you got to stay up a little bit later. You were out on the town. And, of course, you had to come back and come down. hmm And I remember... I am wondering if this is a more universal experience. Okay. Um, Halloween Town shop in my living room, me, Alex, Natalie, mm. my siblings, um, we would pour out our buckets, we would sort out our candy by type, we would count, we would inventory, and we would rank. And then we'd trade. Mm. I regret it now to say this, but I was not an Almond Joy girl growing up. Okay. Alex, Almond Joy Fiend. And I knew I could give him my almond joys and I could get a little bag of M&M's and we would trade. And when I tell you we would set up shop every day for a week, this was our, we were entrepreneurs. Yeah. And we were trading that candy back and forth. We were making deals. Sometimes we would get a little crazy and our own worldly possessions would bring into the mix. we like the silly bands for a thing. Yeah. Oh, I'll give you M&Ms. M&M's and these silly bands yeah. if you give me that King's Ice Hershey bar. Now what I want to know, knowing your siblings, mm-hmm. did this ever get volatile? I think the older we got, a little bit more. I think uh-huh. in the younger years, my eldest daughterness, I kept everyone in line. Yeah. They, yeah. I, and I, I was probably at fault a lot of the time. I was tricking them, and I probably wasn't making fair deals. Right. I probably took advantage of Nably a time or two. That's not I cool. can't recall any, because I don't think it was ever um, malicious. Sure. But it probably was a little. hmm And then I think, let, let's face it, Like Alex grew up, and he probably took it a little bit more seriously than I was. I mean, yeah, of course he did. And we, but we, we, we worked it out and it, 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 we would barter and we would, we would barter and we would beg and we mm. would trade and mm. everybody felt good at the end of the day because you're getting the candy you wanted. And that's but, what matters. And, but that was more fun to me than the trick or treating, than the costumes and the eating the candy. That was the highlight of my Halloween. And that's her entrepreneurial spirit mm. shining through. Oh, yeah. And we would just keep, we would keep our candy like on top of the fridge in our baskets until. I don't know. I feel like mid November, like sometime around like Veterans Day, mm-hmm. my mom would be like, "Okay, th- you can pick a, like five pieces to keep, mm-hmm. and then you we're gonna donate the rest." There were a few years we like sent it overseas to soldiers. <gasps> my goodness, did we really? Because my mom's tricked me before with the whole sending to charity to get me to get rid of them. Your mom's a trickster. Did I tell you the story about my pacifiers? Wait, what? No. When I was like two or whatever, and try- they were trying to get me to stop using pacifiers. Uh-huh. They told me. The only way I would give them up is I wanted them to go to babies in need. Okay. And my mom was like, you, obviously she's like, what, we can't give away used pacifiers. You were too articulating this? <laughs> yeah, I, this is the story. Okay. And um, so she was like, okay, we're going to mail them to babies. She showed me a picture. It was these cute little twins, babies in need. They needed these pacifiers. And I said, I'll make the sacrifice. We, we took it to the post office. We shipped that box off. And I remember I, like, didn't need it. I was good. That was satisfying for me. Like, I didn't need a pacifier anymore because I knew it was going to someone who needed it more than me. And where and did they actually then, go? I'm, okay, and I learned this way too late in life, too. I want to say I was, like, I remember in fourth grade asking my mom, like, oh, like, how are those kids? And she's like, oh, great. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, I mean, I was in maybe high school. And I said, those babies have got to be grown now, like. How are they Just doing?
1: Not you still believing in high school.
0: <laughs> I had no reason not to, and I was like, I think I was probably like sixteen or so, and I was like, oh my god, those babies are probably like in high school now. Like, do you have a picture? And my mom said, Cameron, the pacifiers went to your grandma. <laughs> and I was shocked, and I was mad. No, was yeah. Like, I've been lied to for sixteen years, and I was like, what? I was like, you showed me a picture, and she was like, Google Images. <laughs> she printed out a picture from Google Images. And I was like, why didn't you just do... And she was like, we couldn't have... We can't, you can't give away use pacifiers. But she was like, it was the only way to satisfy you and get you to give them up. So we mailed them to your grandma in Colorado. And then a couple of years ago, my grandma mailed them back to me. <gasps> and I have them in my bedroom. Currently? <laughs> no, not in this bedroom. In my bedroom at home. Okay, alone. okay. But I don't know what I'm going to do with them. Like, you, Don't give them but- away. <laughs> my grandma held on to them for 22 years. The
1: lies that our parents tell us... Shocking, I because know. like, how old was your mom when you were born? Twenty six. Twenty six. Okay, so like a few years older than us. But I'm thinking about like, if I had a baby right now, what kind of lies would I be telling that baby to just you know
0: get through parenthood? I know, and it look. I forgive my mom now. Yeah, I see why she did it. Yeah, I was being unreasonable, and I was too. And she had to do what she had to she do. She had to do what she had and to do, and it was creative. I commend her.
1: I commend your mother's creativity as a parent
0: more than anything in the world. But all that to say, I need to text her tonight and see if that candy actually went to soldiers in Afghanistan. Yeah, I I think so, because I think
1: that was a lie. I think that was, this candy's getting old. It could have been tampered with. Let's get it out the store and send it to Afghanistan. Because
0: can you even... I mean, I feel like care packages are a thing. Yeah, but can... Do little tiny Hershey bars, can they make it across the ocean into the Middle East? Something tells me no.
1: Something tells me no they I wouldn't.
0: also remember, and I can't remember if this was her instruction or my own critical thinking skills, I remember sorting out my candy and being like, you know, a Snickers will melt, but a Starburst won't.
1: Something tells me
0: that's your own critical thinking. Yeah. If I had to guess. I'll be texting her later. Uh, thank God. <laughs> um, something else I wanted to ask about. Did you ever boo people? Excuse me? Like, we had like the neighborhood boo. No. I have no clue what you're talking about. You would like print out this picture of a ghost and it would say like you've been booed and you leave it with like a basket this would happen like in the days leading up to halloween okay you'd fill up like a bucket or a basket with like candy coloring books sidewalk chalk and you'd go leave it on a neighbor's front porch and it be anonymous it'd be like you've been booed and then they'd have to leave the picture of the ghost on their door so all the other neighbors knew that they had already been booed and then they would have to make a new bucket and pass it on to another neighbor and so eventually like everyone in the neighborhood had been, had been booed no but i'm gonna be honest with you i hate that really i lived for it when we got booed that was the day and i was so excited to make a new basket
1: it's just like it's giving a little bit too much suburbia for me i
0: was gonna say it is peak suburbia but let's face it i'm a suburban girl no yeah like that's what i picture you
1: in eight to twelve years it is in suburbia and i will
0: be booing. originating
1: the neighborhood boo you'll
0: be booing people and well, this is embarrassing, but okay. I did try to get booing going, and when I was an RA, and it did not take off. Okay, I booed five people. <laughs> How, we, were, we were RAs together.
1: I, How did I not know? Because it, it
0: was in my building, not yours. Okay, um, I, we I, talked. I think I posed the idea to you. I said you should get a Barnhart boo, and what and did you'd I probably say? laugh? Yeah, I think I blocked it out. But I was like, <laughs> I, I've started like a Belk boo. And I was like, I'm going to boo five people because I know that not everyone's going to pass it on. And I think it ended there. I don't think any of those five people booed anyone else. Did you, like, leave instructions? Yeah, I, like, made, like, I was on Canva. And I made a little ghost and it said, like, you, I think it rhymed. It was, like, a little poem. I think I do remember this. (laughs) And I remember thinking, is she for real right now? (laughs) (laughs) I was. And I think I gave everybody, like, I don't know, like, a pair of socks and, like, a face mask. Did you spend your own money on it? Oh, yeah. It was not a program. Well, maybe it was, because didn't we have, like, We passive, had budgets. We had passive programming budgets. Yeah. I mean, maybe I
1: used the passive programming. Maybe. Honestly, it's so upsetting that we never got to be RAs together. I know.
0: Because we would have been such a duo, because we would have appealed to everybody on the floor in yes. some way. People would have enjoyed going to our programs. Yeah. <sighs> if we could go back... <laughs> Missed opportunity. We need to move to an, into an apartment complex, and we can do it there. I mean, we have neighbors here. But, okay, I tried to bake the
1: banana bread, and you wouldn't let me. That's not true. I said, be careful.
0: <laughs> and when you told me to be careful, I listen, and I'm way too careful. That's why I fell in the ditch. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, okay, do I have anything else on my list? The only other thing I had on my list was haunted houses and scary things.
1: Oh my god. Which we kind of touched
0: on with, like, you talking about your dad. But were you into that?
1: Um, not until, like, high school. And I think that this is where Halloween, in terms of, like, high school Halloween, evolved for me. Because, like, elementary school, you're into it. Middle school, I was in my wanting to be at home, being a social butterfly era. Mm -hmm. But then high school, and especially after some of my friends got driver's licenses, Mm -hmm. um... We we're able to like go do more things because I had a horror era. I feel like in high school, and sometimes I still enjoy a good psychological thriller. But I'm not so much into the the gore anymore. Yeah. Um, but something that I do remember and would go and do again to this day is a haunted corn maze. Okay, I love a good haunted corn maze, and there was one um, like twenty minutes away from. Good old Brevard, North Carolina. And it was everything. It was so fun. You would go at night and you're walking through the woods. It was like a haunted corn maze, but really you're just like walking through the woods. There wasn't a lot of corn. Mm. Um, and like, you know the premise. As you're walking, they're jumping out at you. Yeah. They are saying, boo. And I remember the this particular one, you walk through the woods and then it was on an old farm. And so the like last few segments of the maze was going through a slaughterhouse. And so, Yeah, you're kidding. I wish I was. Actually, I wish I wasn't. And I hope it's still around. I hope I can go. This is very Brevardian. I mean, yeah. Um, so you're going through the slaughterhouse and it's terrifying. It's terrifying. And then you pop out of the slaughterhouse and you think you're done. You think you've made it to the end. And they say, hop on this tractor. We're going to go through the actual like cornfield part of the experience now. Take you back to your car. Mm-hmm. The first time I did it, I almost peed my pants. Yeah. Um, I'm on the tractor thinking we're just going back to the car ha ha he he that was so much fun next thing I know there is a man with a chainsaw in our tractor yeah. and yeah. he is he's an actor he's mm-hmm. a performer and he's putting on the show of his lifetime and it's terrifying but the thrill that you get from live theater like that is incredible
0: yeah well so not for me but yeah cause I didn't enter my like spooky Halloween era until college and that was by force when so we went to the haunted houses sure Um, But I do remember doing, like, a quote-unquote haunted corn maze with my dad and brother. It was, like, a school, like, fundraiser night, maybe, Mm -hmm. or something. I remember it being scary, but I don't think there were, like, people jumping out. I think it was just, like, oh, no, you're lost in the corn. Well, I know the the hauntings are not
1: for you because of the
0: haunted car wash that we went to yeah, that was that was so scary which was not scary in the slightest looking back looking back yeah. I can see that those were 15 year old boys right. in little masks they bought from Target and like also we could see the highway like it was right there but it was the fact that they could get in my car like I those doors those <laughs> were locked And okay, if you did I try to open the door? You did try to open the door and the child lock did go on immediately after. Because you were like, they're not gonna get in. And then the second you said it, like perfect timing, like got into someone else's car. But then And I wanted that for us. There's a boy out there who I owe an apology to because I did I did hit him with my car. Like I have to say it. He was threatened. Because I like to think of myself as a kind, gentle, understanding girl. Yeah. When you scare me. Not so much. I would come volatile. And he was threatening to, I don't know. And he, like, he was making minimum wage doing this. Yeah. And I shouted at him. I was like, don't you come near my car. <laughs> and he had the audacity to continue doing his job. And I said, I will hit you. Mm-hmm. And he didn't move. And uh-huh. so I moved my car forward. Uh huh. And he could sue you. And thankfully he did it. <laughs> but yeah. that was scary oh that was so fun I do do you remember like Halloween parties like privately hosted Halloween parties in elementary school
1: yes only because my mother was the
0: hostess of course of course my mom hosted a party did your mom do like the whole like the cheese sticks that look like the witch's fingers um not so much all of, like, that kind of stuff.
1: It was more so just, like, an event. It was... It wasn't so much themed. I guess it was, like, mildly themed, but more so themed in the sense that, like, the plates had ghosts on them. Okay. But she wasn't there for the creativity in the appearance of her dish. She was there, similar to you, for the compliments on the taste. She wanted to impress mm-hmm. people with the flavor. Okay. And she did. That was yeah. her claim to fame. Oh, I bet so. Yeah. She's a Jew. She loves to feed. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember I went to one Halloween party that I have some trauma attached. <sighs> because... I went to a few... Like, I mean, I was getting invited to these parties. Like, I was going left and right. Of course. Um. But I remember one party was my third grade year. We had just gotten home from a family vacation to Disney World. Classic. And we were going... Jacob, if you're out there, it was Jacob's party. Nice. And Jacob was rich. He threw a good party. Yeah. And my parents sat me and Alex down before we headed over and they said, Do you know what death is? <laughs> <laughs> and they said, mm, yeah. In theory, I sure. Think. And they said, Well, you're about to get your first taste of it. They didn't say that, but the first question I do actively remember them asking, like opening the conversation mm. with that open ended, I guess not open ended, it's yes or no. Do you know what death is? Right. And they sat down and they told me that my student teacher had died while we were at Disney World. Adam. Attack <laughs> your foot? The cat. Yeah. He just bit my ankle. Okay.
1: Which and I remember when you told me about that while I was a student teacher.
0: Yeah, it did bring back some memories for me. And it didn't feel great to hear, I'll be honest you with you. you made it through. I did. I, so far. Now if you die, it's going to be the teacher dying, not the student teacher. Yeah, you're right. And, but I just remember... Then we, I dried my tears and I went off to Bob for Apples mm-hmm. and I don't think I can Bob for Apples anymore. That's I have, okay. I remember being like at that party, like I actively remember trying to do the monster match. <laughs> <laughs> and then that was like a really scary Halloween for me because I was like thinking about ghosts. Right. Oh, and I was the like, ghost of your student teacher? Miss Webster is going to come haunt me. Like yeah. I hope I was good enough for her. Oof, that's brutal. Yeah. Bobbing for Apples though is so gross to me. I can't think of a worse, like, putting your head in a giant communal pot of cold water. Well, and it's things like that that, like,
1: prior to the COVID pandemic, I'm like,
0: how do we do that? Well, and, like, it's not easy. The apples are bobbing themselves. And they're, let's talk about it. They've got a diameter of three inches. Yeah. And a little eight-year-old is supposed to... Yeah, like gnaw down and somehow come up when you're actively losing your teeth as well. It's not a good look. No. no,
1: and we're all supposed to just dip our heads into that same bucket, mouth wide open, we mouth wide open. Who getting
0: in there? Oh, who, kno- who oh knows? Who what's getting in there? Yeah. <laughs> wow. I also remember, um, like, um, th- this is brief back so I'm feeling nostalgic. Me too. So many parts. I'm like, gonna I'm cry really, later. I remember going to a Girl Scout Halloween party, mm-hmm. and I won the costume contest because Re-west. I dressed up as a Boy Scout. And I wore Alex's <laughs> oh! uniform, and it was witty. It was witty, and it won. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. What yeah. that
1: just made me think of is in my town's, the Halloween festival, not the school-associated festival, okay. the Halloween festival, which one thing about my town is they throw a mean festival. It's everything, um, and the Halloween Festival and the White Squirrel Festival were the two biggest festivals of the year, and the Halloween Festival used to have a pet contest, um, a pet costume contest, and one year, um, our dog won, and it was, like, to this day, I still feel like I should put it on my resume. What did they dress as? He was a dog dressed as a cat.
0: So So same same
1: concept as I that's what it may be. And it was my former costume because one year when I was, I think maybe like two or three, like Mm -hmm. toddler, I was dressed as a cow. And so it was the kind of costume for like a a a baby, a child, a toddler, Mm -hmm. where it's like there's four holes for all of your limbs. Who else has four limbs? Zach. A little dog. dog. Yeah. So he put his limbs in there and Mind you, he's a border collie, black and white, same color scheme as a cow. Oh yeah. And he slayed. He of course, absolutely yeah. slayed. And he won because everyone thought it was just so creative. And it's just it's just a dog
0: and a cow. Like, costume. The cow is not the most creative costume, no, no offense. No. But I'm glad that the people of Brevard loved it. Well, and, and especially
1: when there were people who were putting in the work. Oh, my work. Yeah.
0: Putting in the work on their yeah. pets' costumes. And yeah. Zach won. R.I.P. At least even out of legend. <laughs> so true. So true.
1: <laughs> here's actually something else I want to share. It's not directly related to Halloween, but it's it's scary all the same. Mm-hmm. Zach had a sibling. Zach sibling's name is Joker. My aunt, my dad's sister, owned Joker. One of the most traumatizing moments in my life was seeing Joker get hit by a car <gasps> and lose her leg.
0: <laughs> oh my god!
1: And here's how it went down. So one thing about... The dogs in my family, they stay on the leash. We are cautious. Mm -hmm. One thing about my auntie Kim, she's a free spirit. Her Mm -hmm. dogs, they roam. We were coming back from a family camping trip. We were emerging out of the woods. I was leading the pack. I was up in the front. We were popping out onto the highway. Joker is running free. And then I emerge from the woods, and what do I see? She gets hit by a car. Live action. Live action. And then I say, Oh my god! Because what else am I supposed to say? And then next thing that happens is we are in the trunk—not the trunk, the back seat of her car. Joker's bleeding everywhere; <gasps> like she's just there. It's—did you ever watch *Soul Surfer*? Yeah. It's giving the scene in *Soul Surfer* after her arm gets yeah. bitten off, and, they're and which in the took car. place on Halloween. Oh. <laughs> it all circles back, and it's like that spooky music, you know, where it's like. Um, 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 um. Yeah. That's like mm-hmm. the what's going in my head at the moment. Kim's crying. I'm freaking out. I'm numb. I'm I'm nauseous. How old are you? That's a great question. Um, in my mind, I'm like four, but in reality, I'm probably like eight. Okay. And it was traumatizing beyond anything else seeing that happen.
0: And that's what I wanted to tell you. Well, thank you for sharing that. yes yeah. Is that how we're ending this? <laughs> <laughs> it
1: might be. I'm. I want to. I want to leave the people with that just to pontificate on to yeah. think about. Yeah to linger with um so question question for the for the people what is the most traumatizing moment of your childhood and does have to do with Halloween
0: I feel like everybody's probably (laughs) does in some way mine's (laughs) my student teacher dying yours is Joker losing her leg yeah 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 okay well yeah please please share (laughs) all of our fans till next time
1: adios